to me. Oh! What's up? What's up, my LA sports fans? It's your boy LA Ray, host of LA Courtside Podcast, which is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. Check it out, man. What y'all know about that song right there, baby? War. Edwin Starr of Motown fame, released in 1970 when he wrote that album, War and Peace. And of course, this particular song referenced the Vietnam War and the senseless killings that was going on back in the late 70s, or I'm sorry, the late 60s, early 70s. That war didn't end until around 1975. But this was a powerful, powerful song way back in the day, baby. Hey, DJ, crank it up just a little bit more. Let the L.A. fam hear a little, a little bit more of this. Get more powerful than that, baby. War by Edwin Starr. Check it out. My LA sports fam. I know I haven't done a podcast or an episode in about three weeks. And check it out, man. My son-in-law, Orlando, he asked me just the other day. He said, OG, what's up with the podcast, man? I said, dude, ain't a damn thing to talk about. As far as the NBA is concerned, anyway, we are in the, the, the dead season, I would call it, of the NBA right now. Free agency is pretty much over. You know, all of the big names have signed and gone on to other teams and things like that. But other than that, there's nothing else going on. I mean, I can't wait for training camp to start. There's absolutely nothing to talk about. I mean, what are we going to talk about? The, the uh, Kevin Durant saga? I guess I can get my two cents on that. I mean, you know, we all know that Kevin Durant is top 75 player of all time. And when his career is over, he'll probably be arguably top 10 or maybe even higher than that. I mean, the guy has mad skills. There's no question about that. But I hope his legacy is not getting tarnished by whatever the hell he's trying to do. And no one knows. No one can get inside this guy's head. I mean, dude, do you want to be the man on a championship team? Or do you just want to, you know, run off to, say, the Golden State Warriors, which you did you know, a few years ago to collect a couple of championships or, or, you know, you, you got your, your squad that you wanted in Brooklyn. You got the squad that you wanted. You got the coach that you wanted, Nash. You know, you had Harden over there. And you had your boy Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Okay, that didn't work out for you. Now Harden is gone. And you have Ben Simmons over there, and don't don't get me started on Ben Simmons, please. I guess if I wanted to talk about something, I could talk about him for about an hour. But you got Ben Simmons, you got Kyrie, and you know you got Joe Harris coming back from uh, from injury. You got a pretty good squad over there. You know why don't you just run with the team that you have? You know, first we heard he wanted to get traded to the Miami Heat, then he wanted to get traded to the Phoenix Suns. Now I'm hearing rumblings that he wants to get traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, to make up a big three with Joel Embiid and be reunited with James Harden, the beard. Why the hell would the Brooklyn Nets even, even think about doing that? Brooklyn already has some of the first round picks from the Philadelphia 76ers from the Harden trade. So why would they trade Kevin Garnett? I'm sorry, Kevin Durant, over to the Philadelphia 76ers to make that team better 
and to make the draft choices that you've already got from Philadelphia, worse picks. They're already going to be late in the first round. You know, you, you send Kevin Durant over there, now the picks are going to be later in the first round. You know, I heard uh, Jay Williams on his um, show on ESPN, and, uh, you know, very respected guy. I really, really respect his opinion on basketball and, you know, things that are going on in the NBA. Jay Will said, look, man, if I was an owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I wouldn't do a damn thing. He's had a four-year deal. Durant, I'm speaking of, four years, $195 million, I think it was, or somewhere around in there. And, you know, you got your coach, and you got the players that you wanted. So now it looks like the building is crumbling, and now you want to, you know, you want to advocate. You know, you want to turn around and run. Screw that. You have Kyrie Irving, who signed for a year, and you got Ben Simmons. So you have a nice squad there. Why don't you go out and try to win a championship with that squad? What is it that you want? Nobody can get into this guy's head, man. So that saga continues. So I guess that's something that, well, it's something that fans are continuing to talk about in NBA circles and on ESPN and things like that. It seems like that's the only thing that's pretty much going on. But that's my take right there, man. I, I agree with Jay Will. If I'm the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I'm not doing a damn thing. Kevin Durant, you stay your ass right here in Brooklyn. He's going to ball regardless. He's not the type of guy that's going to say, oh, okay, I'm in, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm going to play like shit just so I can get traded, which is pretty much what James Harden's been doing throughout his whole career, which is why I don't have much respect uh, for him whatsoever. I don't think Kevin Durant would do that. So stay your ass right there in Brooklyn. Ball out with, you know, with the team that you have and see what happens. See where it gets you. Okay? You're not going to put the vice on the the ownership of the Brooklyn Nets. Because I think if a deal could have been made, it would have been made already. Plus, what are you going to get in return for Cameron Durant? You know, top again, top, probably top 10 player of all times. You're not going to get equal value for him. No team is going to scrap all of their great players or up-and-coming players for Durant. There was even rumblings about him being traded to the Boston Celtics. What are you going to get? You know, Jalen Brown, and, you know, I don't know, three first-round draft choices and, you know, a couple more of their young players, up-and-coming players. I'm not doing that. If I'm Boston, why would Boston do that? Boston just got Malcolm Brogdon. What the hell they need with Kevin Durant for? They just lost the championship, the Celtics I'm speaking of. Why would you bring in a Kevin Durant? Roll with what you got. So, anyway, I guess that's a topic that can be uh, discuss the Kevin Durant saga in terms of the Lakers and the Clippers, the Lakers, man, I, you know, I don't know. Nothing's changed with this team. Nothing's changed. They've gotten younger. Yes. But have they gotten better? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I mean, you know, they've added like a Thomas Bryant, uh, uh, you know, a Troy Brown and, you know, guys like that. Lonnie Walker, you know, he's pretty good. Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, okay. Okay, you had Kendrick Nunn coming back. You know, it, it, hell, if his uh, deep bone bruise has healed, who knows with that, but he'll be coming back. 
other than that, you know, we got Austin Reeves. You know, he'll probably improve a little bit. Uh, Damian Jones you have. Okay, whatever. You still have Stanley Johnson on this team. I don't know why the Lakers are so enamored with Stanley Johnson or even Laker fans. They were giving him a whole lot of love. That Stanley Johnson, really? Really? That's what he's going to hang your hat on? Taylor Horton Tucker had a bad year last year. Everyone thought he was going to take a step forward. He took a step back. And then, you know, you're running back Anthony Davis, and, you know, you, you know my feeling about him. He's a top 75 player, yes. But, you know, he's so injury prone. Again, he rolls out of bed. <clears throat> Excuse me, rolls out of bed and sprains his ankle. That's what you're going to get out of Anthony Davis. And then LeBron James is, you know, 38 years old. And then as far as LeBron James is concerned, you know, the Lakers are, are I guess, negotiating with him for a possible extension. Is he going to sign a one-year contract? Or is he going to sign, you know, for a couple of years? One thing about LeBron James, though, is, you know, he's always in the catbird seat. He's always, he always has the upper hand. He always has the leverage. If he signs for one year at, I don't know, $47 million, okay. Then next year he'll have the option of signing another one-year contract with the Lakers or going someplace else. Or he can sign a two-year contract for 90 some odd million dollars and have a player option in the second year. You know it's going to be a player option in the second year and then decide to go play someplace else. Um, there's still, you know, talk about him wanting to play with Bronny. And, and don't get me started on Bronny. Listen, listen, L.A., listen my L.A. sports fans. Man, I watch a lot of basketball, pro, college, and high school. Do a lot of research. And, you know, Bronny James is, he's, he's I'm not saying he's, the kid's not good, okay? He's a good basketball player. But his game is a dime a dozen in high school and on the AAU circuit. His game is a dime a dozen. There are hundreds of players out there with similar skill sets as Bronny James. Hell, they're even saying the younger son is going to be better than Bronny. Now, I'm not saying that Bronny is, is not going to ever make it to the NBA. Right now, he's not even in the top 25 of um, high school players that's coming out and going to either college or overseas or the G League or anything like that in 2023. So I'm saying all that to say there's no guarantee that Bronny James is going to make it to the NBA. If LeBron is, you know, waiting for that, he may be waiting for a while. So who knows? But again, with LeBron James, who knows what's going to happen with him? There's reports that he wants to stay in L.A. He likes L.A. And I don't blame him there. Hey, we know L.A. is L.A., baby. It's Hollywood. LeBron James has a lot of business interests out there in Hollywood. You know, his brand it would be much better in L.A. than it would be in Cleveland or some other place like that. So the Lakers are just in a quandary, man. They're, they're, they're really a mess right now. They're, you know, Kyrie Irving, you know, it's, they're going to trade for Kyrie Irving. Who are you going to give up? Again, Brooklyn's not going to take just a bag of basketballs. Everybody said, well, just, just give him Westbrook. Okay, really? That's what the Brooklyn GM is going to do? Okay, well, we just we'll let Kyrie go to the Lakers and prove that team, and we'll take on Russell Westbrook, who's on a looks like he's on a decline, and have Westbrook play with Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons. Can you imagine Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook playing on the same squad? Are you serious right now? Are you serious? You talk about something that's not going to work out. Talking about a round pick and a square hole. 
Imagine that. Ben Simmons and Westbrook on the same squad. So how are you going to get Kyrie Irving in there? The Lakers are, you know, pretty much say they don't want to give up that 2027 and 2029 first round draft choice. You know, if you leave it up to LeBron James, he's going to say, man, the hell with those draft choices. Give them up. LeBron James can care less about draft choices. He does not care. He wants the Lakers to, if they have to trade, well, they have to trade to get Kyrie Irving because he's on the contract with Brooklyn. And LeBron James is like, hey, man, give up those two first round draft choices. No, who's the GM of the squad? Is it Plinko or is it LeBron James? You know, maybe the latter. LeBron James, you know, he's the one that got, you know, the old the old OGs in there last year. You know, your Carmelo Anthony's, your Dwight Howard's, your Trevor Reza, all these dudes, man. That didn't work out. So now what? Now what? What are you going to do now, LeBron? Talk to me, baby. What are you going to do? So the Lakers are pretty much, they're, they're in a quandary, man. They're, they're going nowhere fast. You know, there's there's uh, predictions that the Lakers uh, may not even make it. If, if they keep the same squad that they have right now, they'll have problems making it into the play-in tournament, just like they did last year. So hopefully they can swing a Kyrie Irving trade. And if they can get, well, you would have to get rid of Westbrook in that case. But what else are they going to give up? If they can get Kyrie and have him run with LeBron and AD, that's a beautiful thing. But right now, I just don't see how that's going to happen. I don't see how the Lakers can pull that off. But again, baby, this is Hollywood. This is L.A. This is L.A. Boy, where magic happens. L.A., California. So, Laker brass, let's make it happen, baby. Kyrie Irving, let's, let's, let's put it in the universe. Because that's the only way that the Lakers are going to be relevant in the Western Conference is if they get somebody like Kyrie Irving. So before I get to my second segment real quick and talk about the L.A. Clippers and where they stand in the predictions for the Western Conference next year, which I, you know, there's a lot of publications that's putting things out, uh, you know, as far as who they think is going to come out of the West, you know, who are the top 18 and things like that. A lot of publications to me are disrespecting the Clippers where they're placing them. So I would talk about that on my second segment. But before I do that, here's a word from our sponsor. DraftKings.com. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA and more. Plus, with same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be assessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. In Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-NET-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 
877-8-HOPE New York. Or text HOPE New York. That's 467-369 in New York. Visit OPGR.org in Oregon. Call or text Tennessee Redline. That's 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. Must be 21 or older in all those states just mentioned. 18 and above in New Hampshire and Wyoming. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. Minimum $5 cost required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Alive to you and yours. It's Mr. X to the Z exhibit. Yeah. Bouncing. Come on. The first day of the rest of my life. X stand behind the mic like Walter Cronkite. Y'all keep the spotlight. I'm keeping my bombs tight. Lose sight of what you believe and call it a night. This ain't the lightweight cake me that you're used to. Territory you just can't shoot through. You gon' shoot who? Not even on your best day. Rolling the wild west way. Giving it up. Leaving the whole world stuck. Not giving up. All right, all right, all right, my L.A. sports fam. Again, this your boy, L.A. Ray, host of L.A. Courtside Podcast. Brought to you, as you just heard, by the Basketball Podcast Network. Wanted to give you a little taste of Exhibit right here. My man, Exhibit. From where else? Detroit, Michigan, as you all know. My hometown, Detroit, Michigan. So I always have to rep Detroit when I get an opportunity. Check it out, man. Exhibit carved out a great career for himself, man. Great, great career for himself. He starred in uh, Empire, uh, the character Shane Johnson in Empire. He's also been the host of uh, the uh, television show Pimp My, Pimp My Ride. And he's also been in other various movies and things like that. So Exhibit from Detroit. He's carved out a nice career for himself. Hey, DJ, pump it up just a little bit more. I'm running through and money come out. Running your mouth, I have somebody running your house. Power your sponsor, have a little fun in the couch. Yeah, you know that it was bound to happen. I can't give you what you lack it whenever you hit All right, all right, all right. Again, my man, Exhibit from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. As I mentioned in my second segment, just want to touch briefly on the L.A. Clippers and... <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, man, the L.A. Clippers are just sitting back, chilling, waiting for the regular season to start. There's no drama going on over there. They made the acquisition of uh, John Wall. And if John Wall can reenact what he was three or four years ago, and that remains to be seen. You know, we don't know, you know, how the injuries is going to pan out. Um, You know, he's going to fight with uh, Reggie Jackson for a starting uh, point guard role on that team. If John Wall is healthy and Reggie Jackson is healthy, then John Wall is your point guard. But there's no shame in having Reggie Jackson as your backup point guard. A guy that can just come off the bench and just play a Vinny Johnson type of role. I'm not saying that Reggie Jackson is Vinny Johnson, so let's not get carried away, Clipper fans. That's not what I'm saying, but you know what I mean. Play that role. You just look up and down this team. I mean, I've, I've mentioned this ad nauseum about the Clippers. I don't know why they're not getting the respect nationally. Now, we know they're not going to get any respect uh, as far as Laker fans are concerned in Los Angeles. You know, they're always going to, you know, troll the Clippers with the flippers and things like that. I'm not even going to get into all that. You guys know how I feel about that. As far as I'm concerned, is what have you done for me lately? Laker fans point to the 17 championships. 
17, 18, whatever they have up there hanging in the rafters. That's fine. That's beautiful. Doesn't have a damn thing to do with the season coming up. Ask LeBron James what he thinks about the 17 championships that the Lakers have right now. Ask LeBron James to say once, once LeBron James either gets knocked out of the playoffs or doesn't even make the play-in tournament, ask LeBron James and say, hey, LeBron, hey, man, you, you know, you should feel good. You know, you got those 17 banners up there. LeBron James will look at you like you're a damn fool. He don't care anything about that. Laker fans publicly, you know, they'll say, hey, man, 17 championships, that's a beautiful thing, man. Hey, we can point to that. But deep down inside, if they're by themselves, they're thinking about losing to the Clippers. I think it's something like 32 out of the last 37 times or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. They've lost to the Clippers. Sure, Clippers don't. They don't have not one banner. Not one. But does, that doesn't mean anything with what's coming up this year in 2023. Doesn't mean a damn thing. But going back to the, the Clippers, you know, some pundits are picking the Clippers to be like the fifth or maybe even the sixth best team in the West. Are you, are you serious right now? Of course, they have some publications that have them higher than that. You know, I'm just, you know, trying to get like a little average here. You know, I'm looking at, you know, um, NBA Today. Uh, predictions, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, you know, some of the bigger publications. And a lot of them have the Clippers at, you know, some of them have them like at six. You know, there's a couple of them that have them as high as three. And there is even one that has them at two. But six? I mean, come on. I'm reading one one publication right here. Not even going to name it, but they have, uh, as far as what their predictions are for the West, Western Conference, Golden State Warriors, number one. Denver Nuggets, number two. Memphis Grizzlies, number three. Phoenix Suns, four. Clippers, five. Minnesota Timberwolves, six. Dallas Mavericks, seven. And Los Angeles Lakers, eight. Golden State, I mean, they're the NBA champions. You got to give them much love, much respect. They're pretty much coming back with the same core team. I mean, yeah, number one, Golden State, I can see that. I don't see him slipping that much as long as Steph Curry is healthy. Klay Thompson, you know, Draymond, you know, and Andrew Wiggins. He finally came out of his shell. I mean, they, they got those guys, man. So, yeah, Golden State number one. I can see that. Denver Nuggets number two kind of surprises me. Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Jamal Murray, you know, they have to come back healthy. That, that's a big if, especially with Michael Porter Jr. with that back. He's had back problems since he was in college at Missouri. And... You know, Jamal Murray is coming off of torn ACL. And you know how that can go sometimes. You know, he's a shooter. Jamal Murray is a very, very good basketball player, man. Very, very good basketball player when healthy. I really hated to see him go down with that injury. Michael Porter Jr., he's good as well. But, you know, again, that back issue, man, is, you know, it's a very, very tricky situation. But if they are healthy with the Joker, number two, I still wouldn't put them at number two. Denver Nuggets, no, I would not put them at number two. Memphis Grizzlies, they have at number three. Very, very good young basketball team, but they're going to be missing Jaron Jackson for, from what I understand, like half the year maybe. You know, he, he's another guy that is oft injured. You know, you, you got John Morant and, you know, and the rest of those cats over there. Very, very good young up-and-coming basketball team. Number three, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. I, I don't have a problem with Memphis at number three. Phoenix at number four, I'm sorry, I'm just not – uh, in the Phoenix Suns camp, you know, you have another year 
uh, Chris Paul's, you know, a year older. You know, he's injury prone. You know, Devin Booker's a great player. They did resign uh, DeAndre Ayton. But I think the Phoenix Suns, the window for them winning uh, a championship has closed. And they're not going to get Kevin Durant. You know, you're not getting him. You have to give up something to get him. What, what are you going to give up? Cameron Johnson? Really? And what, a couple of first-round draft choices or something like that? Hey, hey, if, I'm the, if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, you want Kevin Durant, you're giving me Booker. We're going to start there. You're giving up Booker. Phoenix is not going to do that. But Phoenix at number four, I think that's high for them. And they and now number five, Los Angeles Clippers. Again, this Clipper basketball team, they are better than a number five seed in the Western Conference. No doubt in my mind. I mean, you go up and down this roster again, just mentioning, you know, Reggie Jackson, John Wall. You know, you, you got Zubat, Robert Covington, very, very underrated player. Very, very good player for what he does. Rebounder, tough guy, and can also shoot the ball. Terrence Mann, you know, up-and-coming young player. He's like an energizer bunny on that basketball court. Now, Kawhi Leonard, of course, he has to come back healthy. He's coming back from a torn ACL, just like Jamal Murray is, so the jury is out on Kawhi Leonard. But again, you can say this about every NBA team, if healthy, if healthy, if healthy. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy, the Clippers are going to be hell to deal with. Trust and believe. You got Brandon Boston Jr. Brandon Boston Jr., rookie last year, you know, has one year under his belt. He's going to be better. Norman Powell. Folks, Norman Powell is not a scrub. Norman Powell is a very, very good basketball player. He's coming back. Luke Kennard, my favorite whipping boy, you know, uh, was in the top three in the NBA in three-point shooting. He's coming back. Paul George, that elbow is healthy again. If, 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 if the elbow is healthy and he stays healthy all year, again, they're going to be hell to deal with. And then lastly, Marcus Morris Sr. We know what you're going to get out of Marcus Morris Sr. So again, five, the Clippers at number five. You got Phoenix ahead of them. No way. Absolutely no way. Denver Nuggets at number two. That's too high. Minnesota Timberwolves, um, you know, the addition of uh, Rudy Gobert. You know, Anthony Edwards, I, you know, this team, they, they could score the ball, man. They, they definitely could score the ball. You know, D'Angelo Russell and, of course, Carl Anthony Towns. Minnesota may be better than a sixth seed. You know, I, it's, it's, heck, I'll put them possibly even to finish ahead of the Phoenix Suns. Call me crazy, but I like Minnesota's young team, man. You got Gobert down there in the paint. You know, he's going to block a ton of shots. And de- he's going to automatically make their defense better. Dallas Mavericks at number seven. Yeah, I can see that. And, of course, the aforementioned Los Angeles Lakers at eight. Who knows? That may even be too high for them. You know, if they get Kyrie Irving, yeah, you, you can catapult them probably four spots up. But right down number eight, you know, I, I guess I'm okay with that. But, again, as far as the L.A. Clippers are concerned, they are better than the number five team in the West. I would put them as high as, definitely as high as three, no lower than three, and possibly number two right behind the Golden State Warriors as long as, again, uh, the injury bug does not bite them. So that is my take on the Los Angeles Clippers. And, and uh, I'll finish by saying this. I just cannot wait for the season to start, man, because right now it's just like a lag. It is a lag. There's not much to talk about, but... I guarantee you this, my L.A. fam, I would not wait three weeks again to have another episode. Um, I would make them more frequent as the season 
uh, gets closer. So with that, I'm going to end it right there again. Thank you all for listening to the show. You know, I appreciate all of you. I love all of uh, my, my fam in L.A. and also my fam across uh, you know the entire country, all the NBA family across the entire country. Thank you all for listening to L.A. Courtside and wherever you get your podcast from, whether it be what platform you use, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, um, whatever you name it, we're on it. We're on iHeartRadio, Odyssey. You can find L.A. Courtside so you don't miss any further episodes. So, again, with that, my L.A. sports fam, thanks again for listening. And until the next episode of L.A. Courtside, as I leave you with a little bit of Dougie Fresh, peace. Yes! Have you ever seen a show with fellas on the mic with one minute rhymes that don't come out right? They bite. They never write. That's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight on this very mic, you're about to hear, we swear, the best star rappers of the year. So, so, cheerio, yell, scream, bravo. Also, if you didn't know, this is called the show.